Hello, my name is Ashley Redmond. I am an astrologer, holy fire Reiki master, and intuitive. This is my podcast, Manifest Magic. Well, hello, hello, and happy 2021. I have taken quite the break, but I am back, and I have felt called to return to this beautiful podcast and share everything astrology, energy, and all of the happenings in the world, giving you some insight into the astrological energy, how we can move through it. So I am going to start with the biggest news is that Saturn went direct this past Sunday and Saturn started retrograding in Aquarius this past May on May 23rd. Saturn has been retrograding. And while we have been in Saturn's retrograde, each of us has felt a pause or a standstill or as if something in our life has not been moving forward. Most likely, we have felt there has been a lesson we've needed to address We've needed to learn and complete in order to move through this Saturn retrograde. Since it's a retrograde, we have had to review it. We've had to relearn something. We've had to maybe revise something, heal something. And since it's Saturn, it's about our structure. It's about our responsibility, our maturity. With Saturn's lessons comes maturity with accomplishing those Saturn tasks. Saturn is structure, responsibility, maturity, but Aquarius is what is new. It is revolution, innovation, rebellion, humanity, humanitarianism, groups of people. Aquarius brings a new perspective a new way of seeing things and doing things. It's knowledge and wisdom. Saturn going direct is a powerful movement forward in our lives. We have completed a lesson, completed a part of our life, And now that we have accomplished this, we get to move forward. Saturn will continue in Aquarius for another year, year and a half. While we have Saturn going direct this week, it's a great time to set intentions for ourselves, deciding where we want to create more stability, more security, more structure in life, where we want to dedicate more of our time to our goals. What is the foundation we want to create? And since it's Aquarius, it's something entirely new. Saturn is an energy that is very traditional and conservative. Saturn 
is an energy which is not easy to change. Moving through this transit, we may have encountered what has felt like a block or a wall in some area of life that we just haven't quite been able to move over, move past, jump over, which is funny because Saturn doesn't let us get away with things. Saturn is a very serious energy. It's the professor who will not let you pass their course until you've completed all of your homework, all the lessons, all the essays, all the tests. Until you've done it correctly, you are going to have to keep repeating the same thing over again. Saturn wants to help you move past the lesson, understand the lesson, because with the completion of the lesson, you are able to apply this knowledge to the next level in your life. For example, I will tell you about my own personal Saturn retrograde experience. Saturn has been retrograding near and on my Venus for the last five months. Venus in astrology is love, it's money, it is joy, it's pleasure, it's romance, it's all those sweet, wonderful things in life, right? Over the past five months, I can't tell you how stuck I've felt around these Venus themes when it comes to love, when it comes to expanding in business or feeling a greater sense of joy with certain things that I do. I definitely have felt a lack of motivation, a lack of inspiration. Venus can also be our creative energy. It's beauty, it's fashion, it's feminine energy, right? One of the biggest lessons I've had with this retrograde is really looking at myself in relationships, in romantic relationships. I have had to work through my own patterns around relationships. And that has not been easy because Saturn's involved. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be those very old foundational things that we have been carrying around for a long time that are so much a part of who we are, we may not even recognize them. But thankfully, we have a Saturn retrograde to really dig those things up so we can take full inventory of what's underneath, right? Since it's Saturn, it's foundational. I started therapy. I started working on my anger issues, which I don't know why it never occurred to me that I had anger issues. And for those of you that are, you know, not really sure what that means. Well, anger issues aren't exactly like burning the house down or being violent or doing crazy things, but anger issues come up when we 
feel frustrated or we feel impatient or we feel angry. And so I am a Sagittarius. I'm a fire sign. And when you are a fire sign, typically frustration is part of your language and impatience is part of your world. But I had never really identified how anger had come up for me in relationships. And I had a very eye-opening experience with this retrograde and dealing with those anger issues and really coming to terms with them and where they came from, where they stem from, from my childhood. So Venus is connected to also what we desire and how we receive love, how we give love. And a lot of my anger issues came from not feeling like I was receiving what I needed or wanted. I started working with a therapist and working on letting go of my anger, learning how to communicate better, learning how to express myself better. It's definitely a work in progress. Another pattern of mine that I identified was control. Control is a huge issue us women have to deal with, especially in our current reality, because we have so much independence. And if you're like me, I grew up with the notion of needing to be able to rely on myself, not be able to rely on a man, to be independent, to be financially independent, and to make decisions for myself and very much rely on my masculine energy. And that doesn't necessarily work when it comes to a relationship with a man (laughs) for a multitude of reasons, because as a woman, you are a feminine energy. And with a man, you need to be in your feminine energy in order to have a harmonious relationship. Identifying my control issues stems from fear and it stems from the uncertainty of relying on another person and relying on another person is a very scary thing for me. I come from a divorced background when my parents were divorced and they divorced when I was very young and I was between two households and things were how they were and it was all I knew but having that experience and seeing my mother as a single mother and living with her and my parents not being together in the same household definitely shaped me and my beliefs around marriage, partnership, and men. And seeing my mom as a single mother, that was the example I had. And seeing how independent she had to be, how much responsibility she had to be, I assumed that was just how things were. And in order to protect yourself and be safe as a woman, you needed to be independent and you needed to be able to stand on your own two feet because God forbid, unfortunately, things were not always maybe going to turn out in the best way when it came to marriage. 
Therefore, you needed to always have a plan B. And I found myself in my own relationships being extremely reluctant to depending on a partner or choosing partners where I felt I in some way dominated a little bit because it felt safe. And the idea of me relying on a man was absolutely horrifying. (laughs) With this Saturn return, it has shown me very deep subconscious patterns as well with my Venus being in the 12th house. And the 12th house is the house of what is hidden. It is also the house of healing. I felt this retrograde offered me a very deep look into my subconscious, into my patterns and love and childhood And very much those patterns have reflected into my life today. I am extremely grateful for this lesson because I have the ability to have this self-awareness that I did not have before. And it's going to allow me the insight And to approach relationships in a different way and to approach life in a different way and to allow me to change my mindset with allowing myself to surrender and to understand control is not guaranteeing you anything. The only thing control is going to guarantee you is fear and anxiety and Control is definitely a killjoy. It's it's a way of completely robbing yourself of enjoying the present moment and what you do have, which is a whole nother story. Now, Saturn direct, yay, hallelujah, and... Another wonderful thing that's coming up is we will have Jupiter going direct this coming Sunday. So Jupiter is in Aquarius. Jupiter is the planet of expansion, abundance, and faith, blessings, all things good. Jupiter is the fat daddy Santa Claus with a fat sack of cash and all of your wishes. Okay. Jupiter has been retrograding since June. With Jupiter in retrograde, there is a lack of faith. There is a sense of restriction or a feeling of not expanding as if you're not growing, as if you're not getting to the next level. And there can also be a lack of confidence and optimism since Jupiter rules optimism, expansion, vision, beliefs, believing in yourself, believing in what's possible. It's a Sagittarius energy. And I have been waiting for Jupiter to go direct as well. Jupiter and Saturn going direct. I have been literally counting the weeks and days. And I'm like, oh, I cannot wait till October because Jupiter is going direct. Saturn's going direct. With Jupiter going direct, And I should say this as well, with Saturn and Jupiter being outer planets, it will take a couple days and weeks to definitely feel as if the energy is shifting because it does take time for these planets' energies, um, for the wheels to start turning, right? 
Now on the day Jupiter goes direct, which is October 17th, this is a day to pay attention to what information, what messages, what downloads you're receiving, because when a planet stations to go direct, it offers us an incredible amount of energy. It's like a car that's just getting ready to start up and it is going to either go forward or backwards. Now, when Jupiter goes direct, we can all feel a greater sense of confidence, of ease, hopefully more abundance, good fortune, blessings, happiness, expansion, okay? And let us also remember this. Since Saturn and Jupiter are in Aquarius throughout 2021, we have themes around humanity, okay? Human rights, groups of people, government structures, freedom, independence. What are your rights? What are your abilities as human beings? Now, with these two planets going direct, I have suspected for a while that this was going to start happening around the end of October. We were going to see a lot of pushback from people towards the government, towards structures, towards authority, because while they, these two planets, while they were retrograding, there has almost been a sense of powerlessness and hopelessness among people, among this country, among other countries and communities and groups of people and feeling stifled. Now that these two planets are going direct, that's really when I think things are going to feel a little bumpy, a bit tumultuous. There will definitely be this sense of rebellion or rebellion or revolution because that is Aquarius energy. And I think this is really going to inspire people to start standing up, to taking a stand, to working towards having more freedom and pushing back against further restrictions and rules. And I'm pretty excited about that because I think that as a people, us human beings, we should not be controlled. Yes, we need structures and laws in order, but we have full freedom and must have full freedom over ourselves and bodies as individuals. That is a human right. And that is something we need to keep reminding ourselves We need to remind ourselves that we are here to be free. That is our right as human beings, okay? With that said, Mercury in Libra will be going direct on October 19th. Mercury has been retrograding through Libra. Libra is a sign of balance, love, harmony, all things sweet. But Libra is also about justice. While Mercury has been retrograding through Libra since the end of September... We have had an opportunity, I always say with retrogrades, we've had an opportunity to review relationship issues, reinvent, rejuvenate, revive, relearn, revisit, review, right? Reconnect as well. That's another retrograde thing. Reconnect, reconnect in our relationships, make things better. Learn how to create a stronger, intimate bond with the people in our lives, right? Libra ultimately wants to find 
balanced, okay? With Mercury going direct on the 19th and Jupiter just had gone direct two days before that, I think we can expect a lot of political happenings coming up, okay? And I like to remind you, Mercury was retrograde in Libra during the elections of last year. And on on election day, Mercury went direct, okay? So you kind of get the picture. There might be a lot more coming up or coming out around the presidency, around the government, And that leads me to the full moon in Aries, okay? There is a full moon in Aries next Wednesday, October 20th. It's at 10.57 a.m. Eastern time. It is at 27 degrees Aries. Aries is the warrior. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars is our primitive energy. It's our root chakra energy. It's our survival mode. It's our sexual, masculine caveman, cavewoman, survive. It's also independence. Aries is the sign of I am. It's me, myself, and I. With the full moon in Aries, it's about me. With the sun in Libra, it's about us and duality. With the full moon, we have the theme of me and we. The full moon is always opposite of the sun, okay? The full moon in Aries, the sun in Libra, we have this struggle between finding a balance between who I am, what I want, what I need, and you, okay? Or the other person, or the other entity. Aries is a very passionate energy. It's fire. It's intense. Aries rules the head. It rules the blood. It rules the circulation. It's about war. It's about individuality. And Libra, we know it's about duality. So at the full moon, it's balance. And it's also polarity. The full moon, there's a T-square with the sun and Mars in Libra and Pluto in Capricorn. The sun and Mars in Libra, Mars is the ruler of this full, I'm sorry, yes, Mars. Yes, Mars is the ruler of this full moon. And we look at Mars, Mars is in Libra. Mars is fighting for balance, fighting for harmony. With Pluto in the mix, There is an energy around power and control. With Pluto being in Capricorn, it's power and control of systems. Pluto is also secrets. Mercury will have just gone direct. We can expect some maybe unpredictable news or unpredictable information coming out. Something being uncovered. Something coming out. At this full moon, it's a time for us to come together and stop alienating groups of people for their beliefs or their choices. 
We need to come together and truly connect with what matters, which is fighting for one another, not against one another. That is my message for that full moon. As we move towards this full moon, through these transits with Jupiter going direct, Mercury going direct, I invite you to sit with yourself and really connect with who do you want to be going forward? Since the full moon in Aries is about who I am, connect with who do you want to be? Who do you want to also, who do you want to be? And what parts of yourself are you ready to release and let go of that are no longer serving you? Taking time also to pause when it comes to confrontations. Since Aries can make us a little bit more combative, this is definitely not the time to have important conversations. You may feel heated. You may feel passionate. You may feel ticked off. But take time and pause. Since this full moon is about me and we, give yourself space. Give others space. Leave space for there to be a change, a shift. Allow the full moon to release the energy. You do not need to do anything about it. Pause, take take a deep breath, take your time. It's not the time to press a subject or an issue, especially with this being a Mars-ruled full moon. Okay, we don't want some explosive fights here. Another wonderful thing that's happening is that Mercury and Saturn are trining. This is allowing us to create more structure when it comes to communication and beginning something new in our life. Okay, so beautiful full moon coming up in Aries. And we are just about to finish Libra season. And while we still have Libra season for another 10 days, take this time to work on self-love, number one, and connection in your relationship, just loving someone for who they are, appreciating someone for who they are, expressing your love for someone. We are so often looking at what is not perfect and creating this little list in our head, even in our lives, not just with people, but even in our lives. Take this time in your life while we have the sun in Libra to look and appreciate how beautiful your life is. Okay. I wish you guys a beautiful, beautiful full moon Libra season. And I will be back to talk more about what is coming up for us as we enter into Scorpio season. 